0: Welcome to the latest episode of Take Note. It's September. It's the fall of 2020. I'm here with my
1: friend Adam. Hello, Adam. Hey, Ted. Uh, It is the fall. That's what I have to say about that. And how are you doing?
0: I'm good. A a cold breeze blew through Houston, so actually it does. It feels like the fall to me right now, which is exciting because any, any change in the routine feels like progress, and I appreciate that. We deflated
1: our mini pool.
0: Last week. So did we. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new. It's the new turning of the season. Is deflating your mini pool. Mine was in my driveway. It was a little. It was a little melancholy. But school was starting. There was. There's less free time. That I, as mentioned, chill is in the air. Did you ride your mini pool as hard as we did?
1: We did ride our mini pool really hard. The ours was not in the driveway, so we have a eight feet, uh, dirt patch circle. In our backyard. I don't know what we're gonna do with that this fall. Maybe that's where the fire pit goes. (laughs) We could park our car in the garage again. Oh.
0: Congratulations. That's how how you know. Thank you. Well, every episode we take a look at what we've been putting down in our pocket notebooks. Uh just to see what's going on in our lives.
1: Uh and that's called What Do You Got? Adam, what do you got? All right, today, um I've got a couple short ones this week. I've written down here. What I like about stirring is you're really just using your fingers, which is what the e-mixologist told all of us on my weird Um, (laughs) e-birthday. It wasn't weird. It was great. No, it was was fantastic. It was the best thing. It was awesome. My wife threw a, like, e-birthday party for me where we sent everyone uh, drinks, liquor, from Ryan Hall. And uh, you were there, and Ryan was there, and the Scarecrow and um, yeah it was fantastic but um, I I had to stop the party briefly to write down what I like about stirring is you're really just using your fingers
0: she was not of course let's let's not besmirch her reputation she was not jamming her fingers into a drink and stirring it that would have been repulsive but it you know Zoom gets a bad name these days but there's there's no kind of Zoom party like it. A Zoom birthday party with lots of cocktails involved, and it was an absolute delight. Dan Kugler, who uh, who co-hosted a
1: side note with you, was
0: there. It was good times.
1: We had a lot of fun, but now now I feel guilty about bringing it up because we did not invite all of the listeners. So, Ted, what do you got?
0: <laughs> uh, I just uh, I just returned from a, a brief jaunt. that was a, my own birthday jaunt. We're we're. Strongly representing the Virgos on the podcast, maybe that was obvious to some of you. It would be interesting to hear from you about that. Yeah, I think I think
1: um, everybody knew it was a Virgo podcast.
0: <laughs> Double Virgos. Uh, so I, I escaped to uh to the beach for a couple days with my special lady friend, uh, which was a delight. There were no children there. Uh, very nice little little condo uh kind of thing. Beautiful beach view. Everything in the condo, uh, every piece of interior design was telling me what to do or how to feel or where I was. I wrote some of these down. Uh, The pillow said, Whale, hello there. (laughs) The oven mitt said, Have faith, treasure family, and enjoy friends. The other oven mitt said, Wake up and smell the coffee. Uh, The wall said beach house. The wall also said our happy place. The wall said again, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Hebrews 6.19
1: You know, I hate when the wall gets chatty. The
0: wall also said surf. Uh, And finally, the wall said the beach is calling
1: and I must go. Apparently the wall was calling at him because wow. <laughs> it had a lot to say. Yeah, it did have a lot to say. I don't think <laughs> have faith is the message you want on an oven mitt because that's <laughs> basically, I mean, that's like the oven, oven mitt tempting you to not use it. Yeah, said,
0: oven mitt is all about science, uh, material science in particular, temperature, heat, uh, skin tissue. And What are your thoughts on Hebrews 6.19, Adam? Are you you on board with
1: what what was Hebrews 6:19 again? Uh oh um well hello there. We have this we have
0: this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure.
1: I I mean, I'm guessing that that Pinterest was involved in the Hebrews 6:19 quote on the wall.
0: That's this this beach house and I I mean, I I qualify and say it was delightful, but uh it was sort of like if a pinterest algorithm had uh right. had been assigned to decorate and then just sort of 3d printed all of the interior design straight <laughs> onto the straight onto the
1: walls and the accessories all the all, all the, de- the all of the uh, it's all detail decals that you can buy in one <laughs> pack you buy them That's all I'll, I'll, I'll iron this one onto the pillow uh, <laughs> now the I'll tell
0: you the accoutrement, this is the final detail from the beach house I'll give you, uh, that that absolutely shook off uh, any of that Pinterest uh, aura was the painting, which appeared to have, there was just an uncanny effect going on. It was a painting of a lighthouse in the surf and uh, it just appeared luminescent. Almost like you would think of, like, a Thomas Kincaid painting, you know, The Painter of Light. I know you're familiar with his Uh work. Uh, And and he just... I think they would... At the mall store, you would buy it, and then, like, an assistant would, like, paint in the highlights while he watched or something (laughs) like that. Uh, Caroline uh, inspected it further.
1: Caroline, your special lady friend.
0: My special lady friend. And uh, she discovered it was a... It was a small light bulb embedded within the painting that you could click on and off, and it was absolutely delightful.
1: It sounds downright bizarre. Um, I have written here (laughs) in my notebook where I write things. All right. I've written, uh, the squirrels are getting brazen. I don't know if you've noticed this in Texas. Maybe this is just a Midwest issue. Um, I believe that the squirrels are less afraid of me than they used to be. Um, I've Mm. pointed this out to my children, which I think was a cruel thing to do. Like, why get them worked up about the squirrels? But I want it on the record because I I believe we're going to run into some squirrel problems this fall or this winter. I'm not particularly afraid of squirrels, but it seems to me that when I walk outside... They just stand there and stare at me instead of running away. Um, I don't know if the yeah. dog's not doing the best... her job, but the squirrels are getting in Touch
0: the best way to get anything on the record, as we all know, is to tell a small child, <laughs> right, about it. Yes, I think that's legal. Yeah. Um, I so I I'm a bit biased. I I work on a or I used to work on a college campus where the squirrels were large and they are. Uh, genetically inclined towards approaching humans, probably trained so by uh, 18-year-old undergraduates who think it's cute to feed them uh, pieces (laughs) of their lunch or whatnot. It's a source of never-ending entertainment uh, on campus. So I've witnessed the phenomenon you're talking about. (laughs) It can happen. Adam, it's... It's time to take back the streets, though. Uh, <laughs> don't st- don't don't back down.
1: Two things. First off, who would have guessed, even in ninety-something episodes of this show, that I would have said the squirrels are getting, are getting brazen, and you would have basically answered with, "I completely agree." Second, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a known it's a known phenomenon. I love the idea Witness. of
1: you walking around the campus yelling yes. at the students not to feed the squirrels. I like that. Is a TED that I These, that we that I haven't yet imagined. I I don't yell at them. You, cu- you have a long I discussion yell at them, with them about the squirrels. I yell at the people I'm with
0: when I see people feeding squirrels. <laughs> Say, you know, stop it. Why Why are they doing? It? Come on, don't. I don't. I I do not approach. Because honestly, people, most people approaching a squirrel with a bit of food. They're, they're very innocent-seeming. They're very, they're very sincere. They're not the kind of person who, who, uh, for whom you want to waste your vitriol. Let's put it that way. Save that for Mitch McConnell, not the person with a bit of crust feeding a chubby squirrel on a, on a school
1: campus. Uh, I, I wish I could meet the political humor, like the sharp political zingers. S- save it for real time. Ted, what do you got? <laughs> uh, Save it for real time because okay. that's where we'll be uh, met with uh, with like the appropriate political comeback. Not like you shouldn't bring your political zingers here to take note, gotcha. but I just feel gotcha. like I don't have the Mitch McConnell jokes that I want for this moment.
0: Well, when you when you brought up squirrels, you knew I was going to go political. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that doesn't happen. It's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I was at the pool of this uh this this little beach community thing we were at. Uh, we we're appropriately
1: socially distancing and whatnot. because um, as soon as you said, um, beach community, I I thought secret sex party. So I'm glad that you've clarified. Yeah. Swingers.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, you went swingers. I'm telling you, it wasn't like that. I was responsible.
1: He doth protest um, too much. That was uh, Shakespeare. Just get that on the record. Uh, a, a crew who would
0: also be familiar with Shakespearean quotations. Uh, the, the group that was sitting near us with the copious American flag shoulder tattoos and, uh, and tank tops. Uh, uh, it turns out they're all dads and families and whatnot. So, you know, it takes a little bit of the edge off. But, uh, but one, of the, one of the guys' uh, hats said, Cocaine across it in like uh, mm-hmm. uh, old english font my hat said cw pencils <laughs> in rainbow block print so i was feeling was feeling like if he wanted to rumble he he knew <laughs> who he was dealing with turned out he just sneezed a lot
1: oh good uh, good
0: and i <laughs> used my monocle magazine another another intimidating implement that keeps all the bullies right. away uh, to to make sure that, that no offending droplets fell upon my face or that of my special lady friend uh the the CW pencils hat was in fact a birthday gift from my younger sister Chloe really appreciated it it's great to feel seen I got a uh several birthday gifts um and then uh just some other stationery
1: additions to the collection if i may adam can i jump you may in? but i i would just like to note that Would you call the old english font i call the shakespeare font so that guy might have been down with the uh Macbeth oh, reference yeah.
0: yeah yeah he'd probably go into some theory about how shakespeare was uh you
1: know 13 different men or something
0: <laughs> trump yeah. voter something like that um so the other fantastic gift uh Occasional co-host and number one fan of the show, Ryan Sly, uh, with his uh trademark characteristic insight and and thoughtfulness delivered a barren fig squire pen stand on the day of my birth. And my goodness, what a handsome, what a handsome little addition. You might hear some metal clacking around because I'm gazing at it and I'm shifting it around. Uh, As listeners of the show will know, I'm a regular complainer about the the rollability of the Baron Fig Squire pen. It's a handsome piece of engineering, but it'll just roll. This is the sound of rolling. It'll just roll right off the table, unless, of course, you've got yourself a stand made out of the same delightful polished material. Drop it right in there, and you've got a, a handsome desk accessory instrument. Thank you, Ryan. I love
1: it. I, uh, it's great. I have to thank Ryan as well, because I received one from him on Saturday. Well, that takes away a little <laughs> but bit. What am I going <laughs> to do? Do I not mention it? That would be weirder. <laughs> if I just went on like I didn't receive one as well. In a, no, did you get yours in a Harry's yeah. Razor box?
0: No, mine was in a little Baron, Baron Fig well, box.
1: I got yeah. So yours, you just got Baron Fig stuff. So, I got, I got Baron Fig stuff, and I got a Harry a Harry's Razor Box too. So, get this. Guy. Yeah.
0: Well, I I I far be it from me to uh, to uh, not encourage us to shine more light on the generosity of Ryan Sly. What a guy! Um, there's a and it really there's is a reason he's a,
1: the number one friend of the show. It's yeah. True. It's true. It bribes us.
0: Um, so that was a great, that was a great little birthday surprise. Um, I got a got a gift certificate to my favorite local stationery shop, Drom Ghouls. So I made my way over there uh, as soon as I got that gift certificate. You know, it was I was like, I was like, you know, I could just wait a couple weeks and then go over there. But there was something about like, you know, you get the gift certificate for your birthday, go shop around your birthday. Get, keep the momentum. Pile on the excitement that was how I felt um, so I, I popped over there um, with my mask on all the appropriate practices uh, and I got myself I was feeling in a papery mood I wanted nice paper I've, I've you know I've got some nice pens I picked up some my my uniball jet streams that I got at target which was a surprise I mentioned last episode i've got my uniball from from uh, jet pens that i've talked about in a previous i'm 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 all penned up uh so i was feeling like i wanted some nice paper so i picked up uh firstly the rhodia composition book so this i envision as like a work notebook it's got the nice uh it it, it, it's uh you know smaller than an eight and a half by eleven but it's a good size and it's orange and it's got the nice rhodia paper in kind of a composition book feel, but good for work. Not too small. Substantial. Lots of pages. I, I've i been using this nauseating work. And I, I pilfered it from the office on uh, you know in like, uh, I don't know, April or something. And it's just, the lines are, you know, the ruled lines are too dark. And it's, uh, the paper's okay, but it's not great. So I'm excited to switch it out for the rhodia. Uh, then I picked up a... And this is, you know, bringing back Ryan Sly, uh, uh, his jam, I got a Nanami Seven Seas Writer, which is this, uh, you know, it's a little pricey, but I was in gift certificate territory. It's a beautiful, <laughs> just hundreds of pages of, of thin leaf Tamoe River paper, uh, just beautifully bound up in a, in an A5 book that's, that's square and blocky and handsome and There's not a logo to be found and it's, it's just heaven for a fountain pen. So I was excited to, to grab one of those. And, you know, I've already started to do a little kind of long form end of the day, like journaling, you know, it's a place where you write sentences in a notebook like that. Which, uh, you know, Ryan, Ryan's practice is to, to do longhand uh, fiction that he writes. You can find it at fancychimpanzee.com. So um, he totally inspired me on that. And and it's just like great paper finally uh i i got a pad of tomoe river paper from the sakai company more uh more on the japanese tip but this is just a pad of really nice paper um, which i think the inspiration there is kind of you know maybe write some notes to friends drop them in the mail it's kind of a you know single one at a time tear away sheet i was just feeling like uh kind of a kind of a male vibe so um so I got some nice paper so that's my that's my birthday stationary vibe um and I'm
1: excited that's fantastic that all sounds like uh good stuff I I feel like I still have I still have some nice notebooks from birthdays past because I never get to that writing long sentences and nice notebooks phases phase uh while we're, while we're going through the birthday gifts that we liked, I, I, I got, I think I mentioned last week some of my stationery items that I got, but, um, I received a variety of fragrances from DS and Durga, a candle and perfume and, um, car fragrance company out of Brooklyn. I guess I heard about them because, um because they are opening or have opened a perfume truck as part of the lockdown. They bought an old ice cream truck or something and they've been going around New York with their perfume truck. And I think I saw about it that way Mm. and, uh, made an offhand comment about how I was never going to buy a, one of these candles, but I'm interested in what their weird scent candles smell like. And so I got a lot of that from my wife, uh, for my birthday, including some, uh, uh, little, um, cologne samplers some scent samplers and uh
0: dude every time i'm feeling i'm feeling that i'm feeling every
1: time i wear it i think to myself i want to tell everyone about this so i wanted to take (laughs) this opportunity um burning barber shops one of my favorite el cosmico is one of my favorite they also have some uh playlists for each one it's a real real hipstery thing but really like it So I want to share that with the audience. That is awesome. I've been feeling
0: like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, maybe we've just reached the life stage where we're ready to smell some beautiful scents. smell
1: different, perhaps.
0: (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, I'm feeling it. Like, I think it, I don't know what it is, but it takes a long time. Uh, maybe it's our, you know, maybe it's our sort of, uh. social coding or whatever the idea that putting on cologne uh i don't know some kind of negative connotation but i've had enough brushes with fragrance and scent in the last you know six to twelve
1: months that i'm just so intrigued by it perhaps Um, it's because we're not getting out that much we're not smelling different things that we need to bring things that smell differently into our lives yeah maybe maybe I think you know one thing. I think about
0: is, you um, I went on vacation to Mexico a couple years ago, and it was a it was a splurge. It was a, a really nice place, and the, the what did the oven miss scent say? or the f- the the fragrance of the room, and the soaps and the shampoos was something that I was sort of shocked at how how powerful an effect that had on the overall experience. Like I can catch us the the whiff of that that you know, that, that ballpark of the scent that was at this resort and I'm just utterly transported back in a in a positive way. And I you know, you have enough of those experiences and you start to realize that like fragrance is powerful. And when when you are experiencing something, you know, what that feels like high end or feels special, it's often like the, the scent is a big part of it. Um That's great. I want to know more. I want want to, I want to, not, maybe not today, maybe down the line as you, as you reflect and you, you live with these scents a little more, I, I, I'm fascinated.
1: Yeah, what I am ready to talk about today is, uh, these new field notes that were announced uh, a few days ago now, the United States of Letterpress. They come in three different, three packs, um, pack A, pack B, pack C, each three pack has three different designs from a letterpress artist, letterpress printer, um,
0: shop, letterpress maybe. shop
1: around uh, the country. So, Colorado. Although I think it's it's fair to say based on the the the
0: stuff that they share that the the shop runners are also the designers, probably
1: in many right. cases. Yeah. I, I I think so so the the they represent letterpresses out of Colorado, California, Florida, Ohio, Illinois Kentucky, and Washington and um, there is some variation so each pack one or two you'll each pack you'll get the same additions from. Uh, the same letter presses. so pack a you're always going to get a genghis kern book a full circle press book and a mama's sauce book but i think in each (laughs) of those packs there are one or two well i know that there are one or two where there'll be slightly different books so there's a lot of variation in these um awesome yeah i i i mean i think they really like knocked it out of the park to such a at uh, oh, such yeah. a point where there's almost less discussion because there's nothing to debate. Um, hard to pick a favorite. I yeah. think, Paxi though, Paxi is my. When you
0: you've got these uh, yeah, in hand, um, which I do not. Paxi has so. No- you, do, in the subscription did you get all yes, three I did. packs
1: that, so that's and that's fantastic that's cool. right so normally you get two three packs as a subscriber and maybe you get a subscriber bonus but this this subscriber bonus was that you get all three three packs that's, which is yes yeah, awesome. that's i mean that's a reason to keep that subscription going and in, in my opinion
0: and they you know they they did a video and it was uh it was longer than their typical promo this was more in the in the realm of like a documentary maybe uh, you know even uh, 12 minutes or seven i can't remember exactly but uh but encourage anyone interested to to watch it because it really it really sets up the the commitment level it takes to be a shop that puts out these kind of letterpress products some beautiful uh footage of these insane machines that are so big and so uh, Rube Goldbergian, and then, then they turn out these beautiful, simple products. Really a fantastic video this time around uh, that that's absolutely speaks for itself. You know, each one of these books, you know it was hand-turned or, hand, you know, quote-unquote, there was someone standing there paying close attention to make sure that each of these sheets came out and that it looked great and that it that the ink, you know, was setting up and, like... Really, yeah, I, I, I'm so impressed with Field Notes. Just for, I, I, what more can we say about them? Except they, they just keep pushing things to new places. It's really so impressive.
1: And I think. they also have really focused on collaborating, which they started with the. Yeah. Actually, they started doing that. I think with the Wilco edition. Where they worked with six different designers, and then around the same time, actually maybe the national, maybe the national parks came out beforehand. But the national parks worked with a number of different illustrators. Uh, it's cool that they're finding ways to bring collaborations into these editions. Uh, yeah. Just to, dis- you know, that's a
0: great point, and this is a this is a slight divergence, but you know, like these are these are like weird times. And, uh, you know, like like uh, there's a tax like like forty five attacked. He did this talk at the National Archives, where he he essentially tried to discredit uh, alternate like interpretations of like Western history. Completely absurd, but one of the people that he tried to discredit was Howard Zinn, People's History of the United States. I haven't read the book. I started reading it in, in honor of our oh. horrible president. And one of the first things it says in the introduction is that, by, by another person who was not Zinn, but it said, Howard Zinn, the thing he cared about most uh, was not making change, but it was about taking action and doing so with other people. It was like looking around you and finding people who also cared about um, positive change and doing it with them. And so not to, not to make too, too crazy a leap, but the idea of collaboration I think is really important in this moment that we're in uh, as human beings really more than anything else. And, and it's hard to do that sometimes. And so I think when you see field notes, do it so consistently and so professionally um, over a long period of time, like that's why I I think it's awesome that you brought that up. And it's just, I don't know. Those those seem like ideas that kind of link up for me. The idea of connecting with other people and and raising up other people is is an important idea right now.
1: I uh, am shocked to learn that uh, how, that Donald Trump knows who Howard Zinn is or was.
0: Oh, he was reading it. He was reading it off a teleprompter. Oh, okay. Uh, like like an Iranian hostage holding up a newspaper showing, so I I, I give him no credit yeah. for the actual idea, but the words were uttered from his physical. Well,
1: mouth, just I guess so. since you brought it up, he also attacked the sixteen nineteen project, which is as somebody who read oh, it, God. just it's completely non controversial. I mean, maybe maybe it's not completely non controversial, but it's nothing to fight over. Uh, people should read it. Um, I was going to uh, I was going to briefly describe these books a little bit more just because there's some there's some interesting quirks about them. So I have in my hand the edition by Starshaped Press, which is a blue notebook with a number of storefronts letter-pressed on them. And I want to say, I'm not 100% sure I have got this right, but I'm pretty sure that I am, that Field Notes printed their logo and the normal text that you would see on the notebooks on the paper and then sent all of those pages, I think this is in the email where they explain the product to the letterpress. So then it the all the letterpress work is done on top of these preprinted covers, um, which are probably printed in, I imagine, in big press sheets. Um, so that's just a interesting little thing. They all they're all, you know, field notes covers with
0: letterpress well, now, on top. See, yep. that's just thinking back to the video, and this is I have not done any analysis, but I almost feel like they probably had to create a special size sheet because what's coming through those, those letterpress machines was not the full size sheets that like Jim Kudol would show you in the field notes office. They, I don't think they can handle that size. So they must've been some sort of modified sizing based on what they could handle. Now this, I mean, this is, it almost makes you want to want to have it have them do another documentary on, on the, you know, what field notes had to do right. to make this happen. It's all. It just. It's so intriguing. It leads to more questions.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yes, and I feel like maybe I should have prepared better for this. Uh, I should have double read the email. But um, <laughs> then the other interesting thing about this, which we haven't seen before, we don't at least see often, is there's a fly leaf, which is a blank page, and uh, the first page and the last page of the notebooks are blank pages with a with with some text on them. The on the cover when you open up. The field notes, there the first page, the flyleaf has um says Univer United States of Letter Press and it talks about that they're celebrating the rich history and thanks the two paper companies, Finch and French paper, with a border reprinted from uh sixteen forty Bay Psalms book, first known book to be printed in the American colonies. And then on the back of the fly oh. leaf, right, so just when you open up from the back cover, there's information about each of the presses. Um so, a little biography of the um, letterpress person who does the work and, you know, their history and their website. Um, yeah. So, it says, Cover designed and proved by star-shaped press using vintage metal type and ornaments, then converted to a magnesium plate to preserve the integrity of the vintage type and printed on a Chandler and Price Platen press circa 1923 uh it's beautiful no answers there about the part that i made oh, so they've stood they... about uh how the how the covers were printed well i think uh, the, the only way
0: we're going to understand any of this is to go back to the field notes headquarters and grill them for just another pound hour, on the
1: door until they reopen.
0: i look forward to doing that one day and i look forward to doing this again with you adam let's do-
1: Sounds great, little buddy.
0: <laughs> Check us out on the internet at takenote.space. You can sign up for our, I'd call it occasional at this point, it's been a busy newsletter. September. But that's that's the only way you want that's your email right. newsletters. let's be honest. We're not going to clog your inbox. We're on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash takenotepod. We will see you when we see you. Goodbye.